Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we go to the mystical realm of repeating colors and designs <laughs> in the uh, board game, the two-player board game, Mandala, that really has nothing to do with repeating colors and design, except that you're just using mandalas in the game and destroying and creating them in the game. Uh, this is a abstract game for two players, designed by Trevor Benjamin and Brett J. Gilbert, artist Clemens Franz, and published by Lookout Games. Uh, playing time's about 20 minutes, and it's weighted for about 1.8 uh, difficulty in board, uh, board game skeep rating scale out of 5. Uh, and it came out last year in 2019. Uh, this is a game that I was really excited to try to play, and so I'm, I'm happy we're going to be able to talk about it. Um, it is a really interesting, very beautiful looking game and has a fun and, and very kind of addictive <laughs> back and forth tug and pull gameplay structure. But before uh, let's, I actually just finished with broad strokes and let's get right into how do you actually play this one? And then we'll talk more about the details. All right. Uh, in this game, first, you're going to take out the fabric board. It's just, it's just a piece of fabric. It's the, your play surface that you're going to play on. Put that out. It's uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you take the deck of 100 and, 110 cards. Shuffle that up. Uh, each person gets six cards uh, on the on this play surface. <clears throat> there's different locations. There's this kind of like a white strip down the middle, which they call the mountain, uh, and then each there's a kind of like a mandala type thing going on behind it that kind of indicates whose side is whose and then there are little square spots on each player's side indicating one two three four five and six that are about the size of each card and another spot uh that just is is unlabeled does not have a number on it the ones that are numbered that is the player's river is what they call it and the one that doesn't have a number on it that is their cup uh uh, each player also gets two face-down cards in their cup. The cup is where uh, you put your cards that are actually scoring points. <clears throat> and the river is where cards go to to indicate how many points each of them are worth. Uh, each player doesn't start with anything in their rivers. Uh, and then the that little center strip called the mountain is seeded two cards in each of the two mandalas. There's two separate little circles, regions on there, and two cards are seated into both. Uh, uh, each, each player can at any point in time look at what they have in their cup, the thing that's going to be scoring things, and basically the game starts. It's, it says you pick a start player, and it technically says, for example, oldest, but it does not recommend any particular type of start player. Uh, the, on a person's turn, they have a choice of one of three things they can do. Uh, they can either place one of their cards from their hand into one of the mountains. Uh, and it can be any one card they want, as long as it doesn't break a future rule that I'm going to get to. Uh, and then they will draw three cards. Now, you can only draw up to a maximum of eight. So if you already had, like, say, seven, then you'd only draw one more card. But if you can draw the three, you can draw all three. Uh, the other thing you can do is play as many cards from your hand that are of the same color onto your side of one of those two circles. Uh, so if you had, say, 
four orange cards, you could play four orange cards out on your side. Again, not, not breaking the rule, which I have not indicated. And the last one is that you can discard as many cards as you want of the same color and then draw that many. Uh, I forgot to mention it, but when you play on your side, you draw no cards. Uh, and that's pretty much it. The only other rule, which I've been alluding to over and over again, is that whatever circle you play in, you may never, ever... Uh, play in a region such that a similar color is in two different regions. So again, the region, it's the mountain, your side, and the other opponent's side. Uh, if you're playing a card of a color, it either has to go in the location of a matching color, or it has to be a color that isn't there in a different region. So if, say for example, my opponent has already played black cards on his side, I can't play black cards at all, either in the mountain or on my side, because he's already made control of that. He's already said, black's already out there. Now, if, if no one has put an orange down, I can put an orange down on my side, or I can put an orange down in the mountain. That's either one. That's fine. But if there's already an orange in the mountain, if I want to play an orange, it's only going in the mountain, or it's going into the other circle if, if there's room for it there. So that's basically the, the restriction. And again, there are six different colors in this deck. Uh, the A mountain is full or completed or covered. I'm not really sure what terminology they use because I didn't actually read the rulebook very, very literally. I just kind of skimmed it uh, to get to get all the information out of there. So any any terms that are the actual words, this river and mountain, it's just like the center. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it Once it's completed, once all six cards are present in a circle, it is completed. Uh, and then starting with the player who has the most control, control is determined by how many cards are on your side. So if I had five cards on my side and my opponent had three cards on, on their side, I would get to pick first. Uh, if it is an even if it's a tie, if I had four and my opponent had four, then it is the player that didn't play the last card. So if I was the one to play the last card out there, uh, then my opponent gets to choose first. Uh, then they they just go, all right, which car, which color cards in the mountain am I going to take and put uh, into my scoring area? Uh, so say for example, there was two reds, a black, and a green on that mountain. I have a choice between whatever ones I want. I would take, say, I don't know, the two reds. Now, when you take cards, uh, you will first check your river. If you don't have a matching card color in your river, you will place one of those cards in the first available spot. So if you are if you have nothing, then it's going to go in that one spot. It's going to go face up so you know, all right, now my reds are going to score one point. Any remaining ones go into your cup. Uh, if you already had that color out there, then all of those cards that you took will go into your cup. You don't ever place a duplicate color into your river. Uh, and this goes back and forth, so then my opponent would take one, say they take the green, and then I get to take the black. And If I didn't have anything there, that one black card, nothing goes in my cup. It just indicates, oh, now that's going to go my two position. Now all my blacks are worth two points. Uh, and then all of the things that are on your side and the opponent's side, those just get discarded. They're gone. They don't score anybody anything. They were just there to control stuff. Uh, and then the mountain or the mountain is reseated with two more cards from the deck. Uh, this continues to go on over and over again until one of two things happens. Either uh, you go through the entire draw deck, which uh, has apparently there, there are 110 cards. So after everything gets dealt out, it might take a little while. Uh, but it doesn't quite end when it runs out. It's after it runs out, you reshuffle the discard pile uh, to make a new draw deck. As soon as one of those two circles gets gets filled, completed, and things get dispersed, then the game is over. Uh, or the last thing is, if one player is able to fill their entire river out, 
then it will end the game, and that ends it immediately. It doesn't. You have to wait for the draw deck to run out or anything like that. Uh, and then you will just score. So after that, doesn't matter what's in your hand. Doesn't matter what's the river cards. Technically, don't actually score you any points. They just indicate how many points things are worth. You look through your cup. You uh, kind of splay them out and go, all right, this one's worth one, this one's worth two, this one's worth six, this one's worth five, this one's worth five. You add up all those points, whoever has the most points wins. And if there's a tiebreaker, I have no clue what it is because I did not <laughs> look that up. <laughs> I do not either. Um, but yeah, that but is that, it. That is it. That is the game. It is pretty simple and uh, really, once you get into it, it's it clicks really fast on on. Um, kind of the pacing of the game and what uh, some different strategy options. I don't know. Actually, I would say like some basic strategy options are, are, are come become apparent pretty quickly. But this is definitely a game where I feel like the more you play it, the more like little subtle directions you can take it in uh, your approach. Um, it's it was really good. I li- I liked it a lot. What did you think? I was okay with it. I I think when I first saw it, I was really hyped on. I'm like, oh, this looks really interesting. Um, I I didn't hate it. I, I definitely enjoyed it, but there's just something, there's a few things in the game where I'm just like, ugh, because I think I got burned on that draw deck a number of times when we were playing it, <laughs> especially that first game. It's just like, I just kept drawing all the cards that were useless to me. Right. Um, I felt, and I also felt like between the two of us, I definitely took the option of, I'm going to discard cards to draw new cards. Did you even ever take that action? No, I never did. You, yeah, you never did because you never. You're like, oh no, I, I got what I need, and there were constantly times where I'm like, everything in my hand is worthless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I felt like there was one time, I don't know. I guess I saw you do that action, and I kind of tried to not have to, even when I, because there was that one time when I had just tons of yellows, and. Um, I was trying to dole them out, and I probably should have at in that game, uh, but I did. But I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I can I can see that though. I can see that being a kind of a frustration sometimes that you're not getting the yeah. card, or you're getting all the wrong cards, or or maybe not not getting the wrong cards, but like not getting that one color that you need. Yeah, and the the thing is, there are times where you can do that strategically. There was, I think that's that middle game. I did it, and I'm like, all right, I know there's got to be a bunch of yellow or whatever. I just need one color, and if I can end this, I can probably win the game. So I just discarded a bunch. I had a bunch of the same color because that's just how my hand always happened to be. It's like great. I have five black cards. This is utterly useless because. I don't want to place black anywhere, uh, so I'll just discard all these. I just need to get one yellow out of there. As, soon as I can do that, I can have controlling. I can end this game. The game will be over, and then I can probably pull out a win, which I was able to do in that case. So there was one time where I did it strategically. I think mm-hmm. all the other times I did it out of I've got nothing better to do because I, I don't want to play any of the colors out there because that's just going to get you more points or me very few points or it's it's gonna do nothing because you've already you already had controlling interest a lot of it. it was just like oh you've got five yellow on your side adding adding one red to my side is going to do nothing for me <laughs> yeah yeah fair enough it it's um overall though I, I I really really enjoyed it I feel like it's got a good vibe to it and a um a good uh for like for our series here of like taking out games it's um I don't know. I really like the back and forth of it. There's there's definitely a focus. This is a game where you got to focus on what your opponent's doing. It's actually quite important because their scoring track 
is going to fill up most likely. I mean, odds are it's going to fill up differently than yours. And in a lot of cases in our three games that we played um, in the uh, direct inverse and sometimes to yours. So what's uh, maybe lower, what colors are lower scoring points on your side might suddenly be really high scoring points on their side. And so you can't willy nilly get rid of those <laughs> cards uh, that that you don't care about that color because that will quickly rack up points for them. So it's a really interesting combination of paying attention to the way, what to what they're doing and also getting rid of the things you don't want in a way that doesn't help them. But even though you've got to all keep that all in mind, I still felt it was very manageable. It didn't feel like I was just stressed out about like what was happening or, or the like my plays. I didn't feel like there was really that much analysis paralysis here. Yeah. Um so I, it's a quick pacing, a quick moving game and and it doesn't seem like there's too much of a holdup for you to be like, oh, God, what's the right move here? There, there's a few moves, and none of them is going to be perfect. So you, you just know that in, at the playout. Um, the biggest thing you got to consider is, okay, if they, if whoever ends this Mandala or destroys this Mandala and we distribute the cards, just the, the back and forth of like, okay, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to take these cards, and then yeah. I'll take these, and then they'll take that, you know. So – that's more of a up in the air, like, oh, I, I, this is my guess on how it's going to go. Let's see how it plays out. Yeah. Um, and it it, mm-hmm. it definitely, I, I like the game because it's not hugely stressful decisions. It's very, you usually know one or two good things you can do. Even if they're, even though those two good things aren't great things, they're, they're reasonably good. Um, I just, I just, I, I think I, I think I just had some bad games. <laughs> there was even the game I won. I, I won by like two points. It was although the last game you won by two points. But yeah, that it was first game close. Was... Like I felt like we were getting it down after we'd played. Yeah, like, our first game was definitely a learning experience. That first sure. game was a learning thing, but it was also just like it was just beating me up. I wanted that game to end. It was a very long game because it went until yeah. the deck ran out, and it was just like goodness gracious. <laughs> and it was one of those where you just kept adding greens. I'm like, there's nothing I can do. I can't stop him. I don't have the colors to end this. Yeah. I, I have no control over this. I don't, even have a, I don't even have the colors to add to the mountain that would be beneficial to me either. I had nothing going for me. All the ones I was drawing were like all of the ones you'd already played on your control side. I'm like, Dear God, just end this already, please. Right, right. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I think that's a lot of that's chalked up to just sort of our ignorance on like the odds of the cards coming up and the frequency. I definitely think it it can't it does happen in that there's cards not coming up as much as you'd want. But um, but yeah, I could I definitely get that <laughs> from my point of from my side. It was like, whoa, that's great. Let's put another green here. This is awesome. From green. my side, it was like. <laughs> I can't do anything. I'm waiting for him to end this game is what it was. <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, – I definitely think this is a game where you play like a, a, like two – best two out of three. If you're playing – if you're really caring about the score and, and taking it seriously in that way um, or who wins how many and, and have a badge of honor, then I definitely think it's worth playing a, a two out of three style of this game. Um but uh, but yeah, I, overall, I, I really liked it. I, th- I think this is a, a good game. I definitely think for a two player game, this is pretty pretty uh, unique. And the the game board is really beautiful. Uh, this game is also not to be confused with um, the Mandala game from two thousand. <laughs> another game named Mandala from uh, two thousand three. A game named Mandala from nineteen eighty three. Magic Mandala, Mandala Stones, Cryptic Mandala. There are a lot of Mandala named games. Uh, out there, 
Also, it should game- not be confused with the game Moncala. Uh, yes, uh, or yes. Moncala. Yeah, <laughs> going to be a lot of mis uh, mis searches. Or if this is a gift this year, a lot of people accidentally buying Moncala and sending it over. But but I really did like this game. I thought it um, the the it has a really really good balance of. Uh, pushing your luck and having the the two mandalas that you're working on are, are really interesting because you don't have to necessarily because there's only two of you playing. Um, if you don't have the majority of cards in one, you obviously automatically get the second in that. So you yeah. will get something out of one you haven't devoted any attention to. You do have to obviously pay attention to what's going on there and not fully give something up. But you can play things into the mountains for yourself, knowing that you're going to get second there. Or you can abandon that one or have a presence in both, kind of playing your odds of maybe hopefully taking the lead in in one or both of them. So it's got a really cool dynamic of having those two areas of play that you're having to manage. And then the limit of not duplicating card colors is also really cool. I I thought that was well, really well done where um, the mountain, you can only ever play one card at a time, even if it's the same color. It's the only place... Uh, or no, you can play the same color in, in front of you too. But um, uh, And then in front of you, you can play as many cards as you want of the same color. And I thought that would be coming up a lot where it's just like, I'm going to play six of these. Um, and it did a fair amount in our plays, but also it didn't, you know, there are times when I wanted to play more, but I only had like two yellows. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play them because I need the majority here. And then after, there's one time where I played um, a bunch of cards of the same color to take majority, and then I realized, oh, no, I should have kept one back so I could have right. played that on the other mandala to at least establish a presence because I need this color or or the color like or, or to uh, off- offset running into a situation where you suddenly don't have that yellow that closes out a mandala uh, anymore because you played it all over there. And I felt as we played our second and third games, we both got smarter about that. So there's a really interesting strategy of um, – kind of playing a ton of stuff, but also holding one or two back for what you know will happen in the future. Uh, so really, really well designed. I think the design here is really, really solid. Yeah, the mechanics are definitely very solid. And I, I really enjoy the the back and forth. And everything you mentioned is is top notch. I think... I just... I, I don't know. For, for what I was hoping the game would be, I don't know. It just wasn't everything I wanted it to be. I don't, I, I don't know what specifically sure. it is, and I, I'm willing to forgo that first game as a, a learning experience. Even the games that were close, I I don't know. There was just something about it where I wasn't like completely drawn into the game. Mm-hmm. Um, although I I did enjoy it. And if someone's just like, hey, let's play this game, I'd be like, yeah, totally, let's do it. But I think it's one of those games where I'll enjoy it, but I'm not dying to go out and buy it right now. Which I for there have been a ton of games that we've gone over where it's just like. Oh God! I have to. I have to get this game because this was so enjoyable. This one, I'm. I, I think there's just. I think it's a little bit of just disappointment because I was hoping this was going to be one of those games where it's like, oh yeah, I can't wait to get it. Like I'd look, see it in stores, and be like, oh yeah, I should probably get that. But I'll, I'll wait and play it one time. And right. I think that was. I think that's the. I think. I think I'm. Uh, my opinion is slightly lower only because I'm just slightly disappointed that I'm not more happy, which is like a vicious circle in itself. Really. <laughs> yes, the gamer's dilemma. <laughs> this game didn't live up to the hype I put it on. I put on it myself. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that. I can see that. I, I think I came into it thinking it was like more. I guess I didn't really have that many expectations. I just knew some people seemed to like it, and uh, I was. I kind of assumed it was a very simple game. Um, so for me, it actually got a little higher. I thought it was, uh, more, 
more of a satisfying strategy than I thought. I thought it'd be a little, not one note, but kind of one note. And and I, I at least for me, I think it's it's a little bit more than that. So I, I really enjoyed it and kind of exceeded mine slightly. But um, all right, let's talk a little bit about how the game looks, how it plays. So the game itself is very is very well done. It's it looks beautiful. It's got a nice uh, color scheme and, and very vibrant, beautiful colors. Obviously, there are mandalas in this game. Many several or many types of mandalas in this game. Each color has its own type. The two center boards are kind of uh, yin and yang of each other. There there's a black themed or black darker color mandala and a white lighter color mandala. Those are the two mandalas that you'll be building. Uh, the board itself uh, is a cloth that you spread out, and uh, it just has nice little touches. It's just very well designed and got has uh, just you know good aesthetic and and symbology on it. Not that it needs a lot of it, but what it is there is pretty clear. the uh, The game though, we, this is something we were talking off air. Is, is the one thing we thought though is it's bigger than it needs to be. <laughs> it's it's quite a big game, uh, or the the cloth that you unfold and spread on the table. It's very very big. I was trying to find a a reference to the size, and I couldn't couldn't quite find one. But looking at the the table, I would say it's like I don't know, like um, fourteen by I don't know twenty two maybe. It, it's it's a big yeah, it's a uh, big it's a, mat. It's a big mat. It's a big mat. And for such a simple game, and the cards themselves are like 70 by 70 millimeter square cards, uh, for for a game like this, my hope is that they release a shrunk down version of this, like a travel version or a simplified version. Like um, For Sale is a good example of a game where they just shrunk it down because they just knew people would take it out with them. And this is kind of a similar one where it's just like they they – they could easily get away with a smaller board and not really lose anything in in um, gameplay at all. So uh, that's not a problem if you are just playing at home. And, and for a table presence, having a bigger play area is pretty cool. But if you are trying to take this out, this could be a bit of an inhibition just for the size of the play area. So yeah, I, uh, let's if, oh, go ahead. If I were to take it out, I would probably play without the the cloth mat. And oh, just fair enough. have yeah. very, very like well-defined, like anything between, you know, the pepper shaker and the salt shaker, that's the mountain. Anything just outside of that, that's my side, that's your side. And just kind of stack things on top of each other in the river. Just be like, all right, the fir- the one on the bottom, that's worth one point. The one next up on top of that and just fan them out. Make it very clear. I think you can definitely conserve a lot of space. If you're if you're planning to take it out, you definitely don't need that 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 uh, cloth mat and if i if i were to take it out i just i i wouldn't even bother with it i honestly i'm not a huge fan i i think it looks a little bit gaudy myself (laughs) (laughs) this can't this game can't go right by you it can't do right it just can't it just apparently can't (laughs) i've been stabbed in the back by this game and i'm not gonna let it go (laughs) i'll never forgive it (laughs) um yeah, I guess it's press preference. This is a, it is very vibrant, but it is a very, it made a choice and it went hard towards it with its art style. <laughs> yeah. And so it's definitely going to be a, you're on you whether or not you, you, you like it or not. Um, all right, well, let's talk about taking it out then. And so I, I think Alex has a good idea of how to take it out with less table space is just forego the cloth table. Um, or you could even like f- sort of fold the cloth board in uh, like a, a third of its size, honestly, and just play with the middle. 
uh, strip if you wanted to and, and shrink this player space down. But basically what you're going to have is you're going to have this cloth um, in the middle of the table, unrolled, unfolded out in front of you. And on that is uh, going to be where most of the action is happening. Um, to the right of that is going to be the draw deck in a discard pile. And then they do include two reference cards for the actions. Once we started, we I don't think we ever used those. I, I think I looked at mine once in our first game just to clarify something. And after that, it's it's very clear what your actions are. And so yeah. you, you really don't need those. Those can just probably sit in the box. Um, everything's going to happen on the main mat throughout the game and uh the only exception is maybe at the end of the game you could you're going to score some people line up their scoring cards below the mat is what i've seen but you could obviously do it on top of the mat as well um cards are going to be played from your hand i guess that's the other thing you're going to have a hand of cards no more than eight at any given time you always have to discard down to eight if you uh or just you never can ever draw more than eight at your hand so you'll have a hand of cards in front of you or in your hand and those cards, though, are going to all be played onto the player mat or the, the central mat, uh, either on the mountains strip in the metal or on the uh, – what is it called? Is it the river below? River. or Anyway, your side of the mountains. Yeah. And then in the scoring tracker, you're going to have a card representing its value in several of the places, if not all of the places there, and your two initial cards at the end of that scoring tracker. So regardless, everything is on this player uh, or this uh, central mat which is nice i mean for a big area at least there's not a lot of stuff on the side that's that's adding to the table occupancy um throughout the course of the game really nothing else is going to be out and about except for uh your hand which is going to be placed wherever you want it so overall i think it's not terrible you could definitely take this game out and as alex kind of mentioned and i alluded to as well there are ways to modify it to make this game easier to occupy a table, especially if you've got food and drinks, it definitely, as is, as intended, does not pass the pizza test, I would say. But no. um, the the bummer of that is I think the vibe of this game really does go well to, like, sharing a meal or some drinks while you play this. It's not quite oh, yeah. as passive as, like, uh, as you can play, like, backgammon. Um, uh, you can play it as seriously or as passively as you want to. There's definitely a tension to be paid here of what's going on, but it does lend itself to table talk and chatter and um, some up and downs here. Uh, so there's definitely that that feel of a, of a conversational game or a game where you can have a conversation over. Um, yeah, anything anything you want to add to that or thoughts on your what you think it would be like taking it out? I I, I think I would enjoy taking it out again. I would, as I mentioned, I would never use the mat. Um, and yeah, I think, I think I would enjoy it. It seems like a great game to take out. Um, I, it, I feel like it would be cool if there was like a three player version of it. I don't know. I, I feel it just seems like someone has made a three player version of this just, just to make it a bit more interesting, uh, Mm -hmm. or have some, some, a little bit more variability to it, but I can definitely see it. It's, it's, it works fine as a two player game. Um, yeah, I, I I think it would work fine. I again, seeing as I don't see myself going out and buying it, I it's harder for me to be like, oh yeah, I would totally you know bring it along. It's if I did own it, which if someone gave it to me as a, a present or something like that, I can see myself bringing it out mm, a little less often than I would other games. I think so. I think it's like just right on the middle of the road. I'm not blown away by it, but I don't. You know, it's it's. I, I think it's a good one for digging out, but there are definitely other ones where I'm like, I think this would just work better 
for where we're going or what we're doing, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's overall, I, I, uh, I'm excited to see more of, of the reception of this. It's, it's gotten good. Like I, I see people like I was looking over the, uh, the pictures on board game geek and people's like submissions. And a lot of it is actually, um, uh, uh, taking some some of it is taking out. I guess it came out last year, so it's not a lot of taking out opportunities. But the, a lot of the uh, video or pictures I've seen are people having it out on a public table. Um, that seems like it fits really really well. So and like a gaming convention, I think this would be actually this would be a great gaming convention game to have like a bunch of these set up. Um, anyway, so it lends itself really well to taking out outside of the fact that the cloth is a bit of a table table hog. Actually, I think I'd, if I were going to take it out, I think it would be like if I was going to to like a picnic in a park and I was playing like on a park table. I feel mm. like that ha- it kind of has the right feel as long as it's not too windy and it's going to blow everything away. That right. I feel has, is is just the right kind of vibe for this. Is kind of like out and about, pretty casual, but you know, as you, plenty of room on a park table. So you, even if you do need a few bit of extra space for things here and there, I think that's fine. So I that. I think that's just the right vibe for this type of game. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, like a long, long table like that would be perfect. Um, all right, well, let's get into uh, who this game is is or is not for, and then we'll see if we think your mom would like it. Um, we kind of talked to this before, but obviously it's a two-player game. It's it's uh, a head-to-head game, and it is a um, it's it's set collection and a bit of push your luck. I, I honestly can't think of anyone who would be really like, meh, I mean, except for you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, the, I think the biggest frustration or potential roadblock is what you already talked about of the frustration here of maybe getting stymied by the cards not coming up uh, and being able to, like, stop a mandala from getting more valuable from someone who has a lead that you can't overcome. So knowing that they're going to get this stack of reds or whatever – and you just need a yellow to be the sixth color placed on that mandala to destroy it so it can score. And you just can't get that yellow. And they're not going to get the yellow because they know they've got majority and they're just going to keep adding reds. And so that I, I can understand how that can be frustrating. I feel that that's probably few and far between to that to yeah. that like re, like ridiculous example that we had in our first game. But um, it's definitely a potential and it is there at a minimum in the other games that we played uh that's just part of the game part of the game is a race to get those done or, or trying to get those done um which is my why, why you might reserve some of these cards to be able to do that or not anyway it all goes in the strategy but it is there so that's the yeah, biggest there, roadblock i can see yeah if, if you're looking with a game that has a subtle bit of strategy to it then this is definitely a very good game if you're looking for a game that has like heavy strategy to it it's definitely not the game. And if you're looking for a game that you can just kind of casually, you know, play with, like, not really that much strategy, I, I, I don't think it quite fits that. It's it's right in that subtle strategy where if you're, if you're just playing to be like, oh, this fits there, I'll play that, then you're going to do horrible at this game because there is definitely some subtle strategy. You need to know, all right, I shouldn't be putting too many cards in that position. I shouldn't be – or it's definitely better for me to do that. Uh, honestly, in the games we played, there were a few times where you were playing. I'm like, that is not the move you want to make. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I was able to benefit off of that. Like It's just like, oh, yeah, I, I he made a mistake. I'm going to reap the benefits from that. Thank goodness. At least mm-hmm. I can get like an extra two, one or two points there. So uh, it, it you definitely have to be paying attention because you you can 
definitely make wrong moves. And there are definitely some wrong moves that are much worse than others. And I'm sure in that first game, I probably made a number of wrong moves. I just wasn't seeing it because I didn't see the the hidden subtlety to it. And I think if you're looking for a game that has a little bit of subtlety, but not too much, I think this might just be that perfect sweet spot there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. I feel that's a good explanation. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I definitely think anyone this is worth trying though for sure. Any gamer I think should give this a try if they like two players and um, take a look and see if see if it's for them. Definitely, you know, it's for I've seen I see it around. It's for sale online, of course. I've seen it a lot in uh, board game stores as well. Um, but it is on Tabletop Simulator, so you could go take a chance and, or take a crack at it and see what you think uh, before purchasing it yourself. But I, I think it's it's really good. It's a unique design and it and it looks. It's got a cool layout and a cool structure, and I think the, the mechanisms, like we mentioned, are solid. So if this is your yeah. type of game, you're going to like this game a lot. Yeah. All right. Would your mom like it? I'm going to say no. <laughs> I think your mom – Your mom. it's hard-pressed to have, find a specific two-player game that your mom would be raving about. And this one just has enough of the things that I don't think are not her – what she gravitates towards. Uh, so I'm going to say probably a, a hard no on this one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely no. There's the, the strategy would be irritating to her. Like she'd know, oh yeah, I'm gonna give a bunch of green, and then it's just like, well, all those greens are worth one point. You're not, you're not really getting anything of that out, with out of that. And there's, there's really no moments of ha ha unless you are doing really well, which I don't think for her she would at any point be doing well enough to have those ha ha moments. So I, I really, I don't think she's going to enjoy this game, uh, especially the fact, given that it's a, a strictly a two-player game. So no, this is, this is not one that my mom is going to enjoy. Yes. Um, all right. Well, let's see. What have I missed? I feel like I'm missing something that you, we... You've missed one thing, the, and it's the thing you always miss. And tech- oh, and and before we get to that, I'm going to give you some time to think about that. Is okay. I do know what happens in a tie. Uh, in, in the case of a tie, it's the person who has the fewest uh, cards uh, in their cup that wins. So the person who is able to get the 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 same score with the fewer amount of cards will win the game. Is that the tiebreaker? But now that I'm done with that, do you have a slogan? And oh, I knew that. No, I knew that. I was just. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I I just came just up with you sweat. I I like the idea of you just going. What am I forgetting? <laughs> <laughs> that should be my slogan. What am I forgetting? Uh, no, I have one. It's not. It, it's uh. It's one that I would say you're going to encounter a lot if you go to a game store and ask for this. It's uh. And basically, it is. Oh, did you mean Mancala? <laughs> that is my slogan. I, I think you meant Mancala. Um. Yes, that is my uh, sort of slogan. <laughs> phrase for this one because it's uh, going to happen a lot when you're trying to find this game or if you're trying to find this game then uh, it's going to be confused a lot so I don't know Mankell is a good game too classic ancient game so you'd be oh, happy yeah. either way but but it's a good one but that's the one you're going to hear so all right, everybody. Well, uh, give this one a look and let us know what you think. And you can get a hold of us in a couple different ways. You can also, of course, go to Twitter and Instagram at chits and chat and uh, find us there and let us know what you're playing and your thoughts about kind of anything, games, whatever. Uh, we'd love to know what you think of this one and any others or suggestions Please for talk games to that us. We, <laughs> we can read or just talk to us. Yeah, so let's just say hey. Um, and uh, we hope you're getting some gameplays played 
Merry holidays, and uh, we'll catch you all on the next episode. Bye.